Welcome to Just the Tip America with your host, Dr. Bill. We invite you to join an open discussion about what Just the Tip really means. There is so much going on in today's world. It is simply overwhelming. We provide a sanctuary to take a breath, catch up, and clear your mind. Hey, it's Dr. Bill with Just the Tip America. Sound like a lounge singer. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, the music from High Anxiety, Mel Brooks' film from uh, the mid-70s, I think. And it's a story about a psychiatrist, a crazy guy in crazy antics, uh, and his work with anxiety for himself, anxiety for his patients, and how it disrupts his shit. Uh, old movie, great theme, uh, great concept. And Just the Tip America has made an effort to talk about mental health issues, just the tip of mental health issues, just to get all of our viewers a chance to think about their lives, a, thank, a chance to think about what's going on in 2022, and to see what they can do and what we can do to address our own issues and survive our current situation. We've got uh, Shelby, production staff. I've got Jose on the electronic boards making my, vi my uh, voice look quite mellow <laughs> and FM-like. Uh, we have Cody and Tucker, our security detail, and over the last few days, because of our popularity and notoriety, we've had uh, some interesting events up here on the hill in our studio, and so it requires significant security, significant security. I feel I feel akin to what's going on in Washington, where all the guys say that uh, we don't need uh, guns, alarms, and fences, but they have guns and alarms and fences. So mm. we are taking it into our own hands and protecting ourselves. We thank you for listening. And let's let's talk about stress. Let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about, is that good or bad? We have spent an entire generation hearing about oh, how anxious I am and how stressed out I am and I'm going to take a Zoloft or I'm going to smoke this or I need a break. I can't handle this conversation right now. I'm going to walk out. Uh, we've seen it in the pandemic where people were stressed about being locked in their homes and then they were stressed about giving the green light to finally go outside. Yeah. Uh, how am I going to deal with work now? I got to deal with other people. Yeah. How am I going to cope? It's just unimaginable. It is going to kill me. Why is that? Have we always felt that way? Shelby, Jose, help me out here. What What is going on with our society right now? Well, I think over the last two or three years, I can recall um, several conversations that I've met people on the streets when I was doing my political stuff and just a mess. You know, everything about them was a mess. They hadn't been out of the doors in a year. They come out and they're freaked out about with public. I met a lot of people 
crying on. They didn't understand what was going on. They had no idea what was going on in the real world. And it, and I think it's, um, you know, I think some of it's lingering. I think maybe some of them haven't gotten over it. You know, it changed people. I think it really did. It really changed people. Jose, now you're in the entertainment industry, so you have a lot of people that work off-site, but you still have people coming in the studio every day. Are you seeing uh, an underlying concern right now? Are you seeing this the same issues that Shelby and I are talking about? Um, I have a better, a better um, story. Story, yeah. Um, How does that work? I'm stressed it, it, out over this shit no, already. Um, I'm just, you know, with this whole thing that happened not that long ago with the pandemic and how life changed for everybody. Um, I noticed with my daughter, mm. you know, my daughter had little interaction with the outside world for like yeah. over a year. All she's seen, it was us and the four walls around us. Yeah. Um, and now that we're actually going, you know, out and um, back to somewhat normal uh, life, um, she gets pretty stressed when she needs to adapt to somewhere new or like a new activity or a new place. Mm. And you can notice how stressed she gets as soon as she doesn't recognize where she's at right. or uh, what's happening. And I mean, I don't know. Jose, how old is the little one? How Four. old is she? Four years old. So, where's the concept of stress for a, a four-year-old? I understand not getting candy, cranking out because you're not sleeping or not being able to, you know, play with the puppy. But where does she learn about stress? How does that manifest itself? Um, well, I, I would think just by her reaction. Reaction to how how. It's hard for her to adapt to a new place and feel comfortable. Let's yeah. put it that way. Switching well, gears. So uh, the four-year-old is no different than uh, many of my 25-year-old nurses or medical assistants or people we see at a grocery store, mm -hmm. uh, people we see on the street, people who we see on TikTok. Yeah. Why would I be looking at TikTok? Oh, I'm watching my stuff. Remember that, just the tip <laughs> America on TikTok. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it is crazy. I, I think I've told this story before. My son now is 25 and, and doing great, but I remember coming home late when he was in first or second grade, and he's sitting at his little table uh, doing his homework, mm -hmm. which uh, stressed him out at that point, made him anxious. I go, what's going on? He says, it's, this is really tough work. I go, Dad, Aww. he goes, well, Joey, what do you need to be doing? He says, my teacher's making us draw and we have to draw in the lines. Yeah. And go, what a tough, tough day. Mm -hmm. And that was tough for that first grader. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, I don't want to hear anything about developmental psychologists th thinking that my kid screwed up. He's doing very well right now. So I don't want to hear he, about he that. He knows how to do it now. Yeah, he knows how to do it now. But I think that there's been such an emphasis in the last 30 years about protecting our children and protecting ourselves uh, from stress, that stress becomes a negative thing. Mm -hmm. And we think it's bad. Everyone, I hear this, I'm stressed out, I can't do this. I'm stressed out, we can't do, we can't have this meeting right now. Mm -hmm. I'm stressed out. I think we need to be more stressed. And I think we need to understand 
that there's good and bad stress. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But if we don't fail, if we're not tested, how do we get better? It's just like lifting weights. If you don't burn out with your muscles, I mean, obviously Joe Rogan and I are the guys to talk to about that. But <laughs> if, if you're not stressing yourself physically in the gym, you're never going to get better. If you're not stressing yourself in a meeting and encounter at, at work, you're never going to get better. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think that we have become a society where stress is so negative that we're afraid to touch it. And we pull ourselves away from that. Oh, I want to go on a vacation in the beach where there's no stress. Well, I guess that's fun for a while, but it gets boring after a while and we get dull and we lose our edge. It's a, I mean, it, we've all seen people in the industry from New York who are on fast speed and they're, they're revving up, they're revving up and revving up and they're doing so many different things. Mm -hmm. yeah, there may be some good and bad about that, but they're doing, they're, they're at a different RPM mm -hmm. and they're really rolling very quickly and they get a lot done. And there are people that are just wired that way. So are there stresses? I mean, I, I think that, and I used to, I used to try to shy away from stress, but realized if I wanted to do what I wanted to do, if I achieved what I wanted to do, I, it, it, not everyone does it. Mm -hmm. And I needed to be stressed a little bit. It's a very competitive market uh, if you're a hand model. You know, guys, what I've done to keep these hands beautiful and supple and quite soft. <laughs> and without that training, without that stress, I would have never made it to that. Remember they took that photo of me on the uh, back of uh, Hustler Magazine, my hand? <laughs> You, you don't remember that? Okay. Well, at any rate, it was worth it, I think. Yeah. It, it, what age it was? <laughs> October uh, 25, uh, 1814. I have 50 copies left if you want to buy one. So I, I think we need to be stressed. I, I think that stress is almost a rich man's problem. And when I say rich man, I'm not talking about wealth. I'm talking about people who are rich in achievement. I'm talking about people who are rich in investing a lot of stuff in what they've achieved and what they've done and worked hard for it. It's a rich man's problem because if we didn't really make an effort for what we do every day, if we didn't really make an effort to achieve a particular goal, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Why do it? Uh -huh. And so I think we could all fashion a life where we moved to Fiji, some might have to... Um, or Spain. Or Spain, yeah. Um, some might travel first class or, or, or in we could cargo. Swim. swim. But we could find a life where we could not be bothered, where we didn't really achieve anything, mm -hmm. and we really didn't leave a footprint for the next generation. Mm. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about being impactful. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about making a difference. And so those are the concerns I have. And those are the concerns I have with a four-year-old getting stressed because that we that the stress is okay. But teaching that four-year-old, teaching my son in first grade that stress and anxiety is okay and can make us better for the next level of stress. Because other than this president, most presidents that we have in the United States deal with stress that's much greater 
than Jose's four-year-old mm-hmm. or my first grader. Mm-hmm. And we just we can't learn how to deal with upper-level stress unless we start from the beginning. True. So how do how do you guys how do how do we achieve that? Well, I mean, you just have to work through it. Um, you know, working or doing the things that I've been doing over the past few years, there's there's been a lot of ups and downs with emotion, right? You have, you know, a group of people that you've been working with for two years and then all of a sudden you find something and they're freaking out. And it's like they turn into a dis- different person. It's like, wow, what's going on? I think the response, the reaction is very critical uh, and how you're going to cope with any kind of stress that comes into your life. Um, and and like you pointed out, there are good stresses, which I never really thought of um, until I started reading the articles. But yeah, I guess you can consider that stress in a good way, um, having different types of stress, but seeing the negative impact of how it affects certain people, I think just depends on the person. Some of the articles we were throwing around, uh, Mm -hmm. articles from a physician from the 1900s, Hans Selye, I believe, Um, he died uh, in 1980, so he doesn't, he's not gonna be upset if I screw up his last name. (laughs) But I actually learned about him in the 70s in undergraduate school when I was studying psychology, mental health, and social ecology. Um, and it was the concept of stress. It was the concept of anxiety. Those are the kind of pictures they took in the in the in the uh, late 1900s. Yeah. Um, a cool picture. Uh, yeah. But this is a guy that developed a, pro- a protocol for stress and, and really defined it. And it was very clear that there are good stressors and mm-hmm. bad stressors. Right. It's very clear that stress is something that we can't run away from if mm-hmm. we want to achieve anything in our lives, mm-hmm. if we want to make a difference. And keep that, keep that picture up there, because there was a, a quote that was very cool. It's not stress that kills us, it's our reaction to it. Hans Selye, it's our reaction to it. And so if we can learn whether it's I have to wear a mask or I don't no longer have to wear a mask or I get to go to school or I don't have to go to school and mom and dad are gonna take me to the fair but I have to be six feet away from the people in the line or I have to eat outside or whatever that stressor is. Mm -hmm. If we learn how to deal with it and if we learn um, to to address and control our emotion, maybe that's the answer. And and I'm hoping that that people start looking this guy Selye up mm-hmm. because when I remember in the 70s and when I started when you when you brought this to our attention again uh, recently when we wanted to tackle this topic, I remembered that whether it's a good stressor or a bad stressor. And he was a physician, uh, an endocrinologist. He talked about hormones. And there are certain things, responses that we have, whether it's uh, in a verbal altercation or in the military or the police, there's a flight or fright. And that is hormonally activated. And there's some deep centers Uh in our brain that say, wait, a problem, 
danger, respond immediately without thinking. And that was a survival tool. And it's the same tool that law enforcement, military bad guys use. And it's the same tool that left unchecked will put holes in our stomach with ulcers and have us blow a stroke. But if we can control it, how we respond to it can be a positive thing. And, a po- and, and that positive thing is, I think, to make a difference. And that positive thing is to take on the next level of stress, which is much greater, and work through it. So Han Seya, look that up. Um, don't be frightened about uh, stress. And, and it's at all levels. And, and we'll talk about that in a second. I think that uh, Jose and Shelby have... Uh, through their research have looked at ways that are common ways of uh, reducing stress. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that um, there's a lot of comics who talk about stress. Um, There are, I I think, there are a lot of stories, there are a lot of songs about stress. Um, There's some jokes out there that make us realize that we can't get away from it and i think one of the one of the vocations i think that is probably um the most stressful is a guy who does uh takes down bombs you know roadside bombs in the military or in the in law enforcement mm-hmm. where they either have to detonate or disarm a bomb mm-hmm. and so one of the uh one of the guys who was preeminent in his deal in in the military in dealing with uh, bomb disposal and removal asked, or was asked how they deal with uh, the problem. And he says it really isn't that stressful because either you do the correct deal right, or, or you, you don't. Accept. And if you don't do the correct deal, it's no longer your problem, right. which is a funny way to look at it, yeah. but, it's, but it's quite true. And then you have other guys who deal with stress by looking at other uh, civilizations, other societies, other cultures, and they'll go to, what's that thing, uh, uh, the Chinese thing with needles? Oh yeah, heroin. No, heroin. So it's a whole <laughs> different approach. Some people, some people deal with stress on opposite yeah. sides of the spectrum. Some of it is appropriate and constructive Mm-hmm. And some of it is destructive. And, and I think that we want to be able to identify that, yeah. deconstruct what's going on, and bring that, bring that to our lives. Uh, Chris Rock, a funny guy who did a whole bit on some of the very wealthy people in this world, um, uh, Gates and Zuckerberg, who grew up geeks guys that didn't have any friends in college, didn't even get through college, didn't get through higher education for a whole bunch of reasons. They were too smart to deal with it. But they responded to the pressure of being outcasts, Mm -hmm. these stresses, these levels of anxiety, and they made it a positive move. They made it a positive move. And if they didn't, they would have been swept under the rug and someone would said at one point, like Elon Musk said about one of the politicians, oh, I forgot he wasn't dead yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, talk about neutralizing someone's impact. Yeah. So it's okay. Have an impact. Mm-hmm. Make a mistake. 
fail, unfail by figuring it out and be relentless, keep trying. And I think that's the important point of these last few minutes. What, what ways, we're talking about um, how do you deal with stress? One of the things that I um, read about or heard about in an interview, the guy, uh, the Navy SEAL who took out Bin Laden, and he talked about the days of preparation or the, the, the weeks of preparation. I don't know how, how long they really did prepare for it, but obviously it was fine-tuned deal. And on the helicopter ride over there, his way of not losing his shit was counting from a thousand backwards. And when he wasn't at his destination, he did it over again. Yeah. And so counting backwards, interestingly enough, worked for this patriot. Right. And it's something that other people do. Yeah. Techniques. What, well, I see it more as trying to get distracted from what was actually happened or happening at yeah. that moment. So just that way he could focus on that and... Because I'm sure it's like a rabbit hole. The more you think about it, the more you're going to... Yeah, you can drive yourself crazy. Yes. Well, it's, you know, uh, people who follow Zen, I'm going to really screw this up, so forgive me, but Zen and Buddhism, my, as everyone knows, Dr. Bill, I'm a, I'm a martial artist and, and I'm not that good at it, and so I have really good health care. But <laughs> um, I know that at one point several years ago when I was promoted to a different level, my sensei kind of kicked it up a little bit and sparring and we, we I stopped it. I, yeah. I stopped this encounter. I said, I am not doing well here. I'm, my mind is all over the place. I know there's techniques you've taught me and I've done well with it and I'm not working this at all. This, this is an embarrassing, this is a failure. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I go, he says, because you're afraid. You're worried about yeah. Not now. You're not concerned about the here and now. You're not being Zen at all. You're worried about what's going to happen in the emergency room. <laughs> I go, well, yeah, you're going to kick my ass. Maybe, but maybe not. I will if you still worry about the future. If you worry about tomorrow in the emergency room, I will kick your ass. So a very yeah. interesting point. There's a way of dealing with the here and now. Right. Because if you, if, you, if, you, if you succumb to the anxiety and fear, if you succumb to that stress, you're going to lose yeah. because you're not on point. Same guy who bought, doing bomb disposal or the right. guy who's taking out Ben Loudon. What other things on the list of things do you guys remember on, on how people deal with stress? Well, I, I'll read a few. Um, <clears throat> stretching in the morning uh, could be something really uh, helpful. Uh, let's see. Uh, close your eyes. We kind of talked about that. Close your eyes while riding bikes. Which is probably not a good thing in traffic. <laughs> That's kidding. what your parents told you to do after a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Closing your eyes. Taking a quick break from the office. Or in a, if you're living in a household, you just need a break. Just close your eyes. I, I do that a lot, actually. Squeeze a stress ball. Um progressive relaxation hmm anxious squeeze release repeat all right to be alone i actually love being alone um get organized that's that that's huge 
you know, it's interesting. I read something, and, and I try to do this uh, when I get to my office. I have to organize my desk. Yeah. Because if my desk is messy, I lose my shit. I can't think. That's probably another obsessive-compulsive deal that I'm involved in. <laughs> Not personally, I invested into it <laughs> from a franchise point of view. But cleaning your desk and organizing your desk is a big deal. What yeah. What do you do, Jose? Are there things that you see on a list that, that ring true for you? Uh, chew gum. Honestly, I'm not a big chew. You're not a chew kind a of chew guy? gum kind of guy. Uh, sip green tea, I guess. I don't know. People get relaxed drinking tea. Laughing, well, yeah, some, laughing, you know, sure. yeah, that's a good thing. Listen to some good comedy and you know, try to forget, you just laugh about yeah. it and laugh about it. I yeah. guess it go 